Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. This is something. Happy Halloween, everybody. We've just put our costumes on. If you want to watch the show, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. If you're just listening in the car at home or whatever, you will definitely get the theater of the mind uh, of our Halloween costumes. You had a big game last night between the Raiders and the Detroit Lions. To me, bigger for the Lions, I think they certainly are a Super Bowl contender. They've got all the things on paper that you would look at and say, they got a great line. They've got a quarterback who's playing well. They have a great run game. Uh, They have a coach who you believe in. They don't make stupid mistakes. Uh, They don't get penalized a lot. They play in the NFC. Like, this is all the formula for them to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't know about that NFC part anymore. I think that that was a preseason storyline. Hey, EJ, we did a poll, right, on are the Lions going to get to the Super Bowl? I think, once again, I came out on top on this poll because I think they're a very good team. I think they're going to get a high seed. I don't see them coming out of that little four-team tournament with the Cowboys, Eagles, and Niners. They're just a scunch below. Uh, I look at them as next year, of course, in the NFL, that's a common mistake to go next year. Why are you laughing at me? I just, we're trying to do actual sports talk here, and I'm looking at Perloff, and yeah. I still have no idea well, because what his <laughs> costume is. We're going to have to go around the room here and explain to everybody who we are. When we get to me, I, I have reveal I'm wearing a sweatshirt and rip-off sweatpants that I will rip off dramatically on <laughs> okay. YouTube for the ladies. Ooh. These are actually my Dartmouth basketball rip-off sweatpants, which are... My favorite pants. Hopefully, uh, they rip off. Last time I did this, they kind of got stuck in there. And They're I, not from when you actually played at Dartmouth, right? So I did have rip off when I played at Dartmouth, and I lost them, and I mailed the department. They sent me another <laughs> one. I, okay, uh, let's quickly talk a little bit more about the football game, and then we'll get into and, our... And by okay. the way, on that, on that poll result, just to yeah. update you guys. So you. we put, are the Lions coming out of the NFC? 40% say yes, 59% said no. Okay, so it's not a total blowout. I wow, mean, that's surprising. It's not a, a really total high blowout. number for the Lions. I think so too. I'm, I guys, I'm seeing. I think a lot of people are seeing what I'm seeing, and it's not just a reaction from last night. In fact, last night they left like 17 points on the board. Last night they they could have been way more dominant. They were dominating time of possession, yardage. They just had a couple turnovers, a bad pick six from Goff, uh, and a fumble basically at the goal line. But if the Raiders go into Dallas, if the Raiders go into San Francisco, if the Raiders go into Philly, all three of those teams blow out the Raiders. It's To me, the problem with the Lions is who have they beaten? Other than that opening night game against the Chiefs, which was a very odd game, they they haven't beat anybody. It's not their fault. They haven't played anybody. Yeah. They played two teams. They played Seattle and Baltimore. And lost them both. Lost them both, and their defense crumbled against them both. Last year, their defense was terrible. That's what I worry. Against an elite team, their defense is not battle-tested yet. Hey, it might be great. There's a lot of good signs. I think Aiden Hutchinson's a star, and there's a lot of good players, but 
a lot of unknown there. I'm much more comfortable because I've seen Philly. I've seen San Francisco. And to some extent, I've seen Dallas. Well, they still have questions for <laughs> yeah. sure. And if right now, I would probably take Detroit over Dallas in a neutral field. Um, and I think that Detroit's going to have the home field advantage. And neutral, I think Dallas is favored in Detroit or on a neutral field, just based on the public. But I bet you that they're two-point favorite. On the flip side, we do have some Devontae Adams sound. So the Raiders lose again. They look awful. They look not competitive, quite frankly. Jimmy G got sacked six times last night. He was a combination of holding on to the ball, and then when uh, he got basically his knee ran into, um, then it was just like he was a sitting duck back there. So all types of bad. It feels like that's a pass on him. I feel mentally his game was terrible last night. He just could not pull the trigger on passes. He just kept sitting back there. He made bad decisions. He made so many bad decisions. There was a fourth and one. He had two guys right in front of him. Tried to throw the ball 40 yards down the field. If there was a decision to be made, he made the wrong one last night. And talking about, he basically proved that Kyle Shanahan was a genius behind Jimmy G <laughs> because it's not happening there. Uh, again, bad. And Devontae Adams clearly frustrated last night. He, here he was after the game. He had sort of thrown his helmet down at one point. Not threw it, but sort of like uh, in frustration. Lip readers caught him on the side with some expletives. Uh, here's what he had to say. I honestly, I, I don't know what to say at this moment. I, I truly don't. I wish I had the, the words to, you know, to say something that's not going to get blown up in the media and, and taken out of context. So I'm going to just, uh, I truly, I just don't know. Yeah, I mean, not a... a not a time for nuance, but here's the numbers tell the story. He had seven targets, one reception for 11 yards. We're talking about Devontae Adams. One reception, 11 yards, and you'd want to credit the Lions' defense for this, but some of them were just bad throws from Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, 100%. Uh, you know, obviously Devontae Adams has had two drops in the last two weeks, which were uncharacteristic, but I think he's so frustrated. If you get him with a real team, a real quarterback, a real coach, I think he bounces right back. That one at the end was just the cornerback got completely confused, ran away from Devontae Adams like he was kryptonite. Any quarterback in the league could have hit him for that touchdown. I could have hit him. There was no one within 30 yards of him. That that was the most brazen mistake the Raiders have made, and I think it's just going to get worse. So he's going to get past today's trade deadline. What's the rest of the season going to look like for him? Is he just going to be cursing and throwing his helmet down? It's going to be a lost season, and we'll talk more about the implications of that for De- for Devontae Adams' long-term. Perloff asking an interesting question about maybe future Hall of Fame Oh, yeah, candidacy? so six-time Pro Bowler, that's sort of borderline Hall of Fame. This could sink him because I think he needed a year like last year to prove he can do it with any quarterback, and I don't know. <laughs> okay. So that's what's going on with the game, and you're welcome to call in at 855-212-4CBS. If you want to watch, we just put our Halloween costumes on. EJ, I got immediately. It was so not what I was <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> about. When you put out a French flag, EJ, I was convinced you were going to be Victor Wembanyama or Perloff driving to San Antonio to apologize to Victor Wembanyama yeah. when Victor does eventually win Rookie of the Year. But instead, you went with what? So I am, and if you're on the Twitch chat, I do have flippers on with my <laughs> Yellow hat and yellow raincoat. I am Pierre Escargot. <laughs> and if anybody knows anything about me, love sports, love superheroes, but I love 90s Nick just as much as those things. 
and came to me late, and I'm really excited to do it. We also have a beautiful green screen of me in the bubble bath, <laughs> like Pierre Escargot, the character played uh-huh. by Keenan Thompson. So that's great. That is my costume. I I thought you were going to be Frederick Weiss and have a a blow up doll on your head and be from the 2008 <laughs> Olympics where Vince Carter was. Dunking on Frederick Weiss's head. I had, I had someone actually tweet me that they thought I was going to be Frederick Weiss. Yeah. I'm I, like, I, why would I want to relive Nick's misery? That yeah, doesn't make sense. So, because you're a Nick's fan, so I saw the French flag and I immediately made the connection. Oh my God, he's going to be Frederick Weiss and it's going to be the Vince Carter moment, which would be incredible. I don't know how you execute that. Could you walk around with a guy on your head all the Yeah, Honestly. I'll get like a Vince Carter, like action figure maybe. <laughs> yeah, right yeah. on your shoulder. And then it's, you could get through doors, though, if you had an uh, action figure sitting on your head and. Yeah. If if cigarettes weren't so expensive, you know, you could b- invest in like a, I think cigarettes are like 20 bucks a pack now or something in New York. You could be Frank Nilakina. Frankie smokes. Yeah, I had a couple of, I had a couple of people wondering how to be Frank Nilakina. I was a member of the Frank Hive, former Knicks first round pick. But no, I went off the beaten path. I, I went away from sports here. I it love it. Introduce a new love to uh, the Weedos and the coffee drinkers. <laughs> I love it. The, that was the show All That, right? That. Pierre Escargot. Yeah, yeah, Pierre Escargot. He would come on, he'd speak French, he'd say something ridiculous as he was teaching the children about how to speak French. Yeah. And it it'd was be all Keenan wrong. Thompson. Yeah. yeah, it'd be all terrible, terribly terrible French, all wrong. It'd be something like, you know, don't put spaghetti in my grandmother's brazier. <laughs> that was basically Keenan Thompson's character in that sketch. It was and, amazing. Yeah. Pete, you have gone to Monsters Inc. for your costume. <laughs> yes, inspired by my uh my son. Uh, he's a big Monsters, Inc. fan, so the family is going to be Monsters, Inc. I am Sully, so is my wife, and our little daughter is going to be Boo, and, um, and Timmy, my son, is going to be, um, what was that character? I forgot the character. <laughs> Whoever he's going to yeah, be. Can't uh, help you there. Uh, yeah, him. He's <laughs> the one-eyed uh, monster. He's going to be, um, that character. And, Wait, and- do you have a, is there like a head... There is a head, but it's too small. So that's why I freak it. But, Wait, uh, it's the adult size costume, though. But I, but I, the costume fits, and actually, I think I have it on backwards, but <laughs> comfortable backwards. Tell. So I might keep it on backwards. I don't know. I'll change it up. But so but, we have a great friend of the show, Sully, who has a giant tattoo of Sully, the Monsters yeah, Inc. thing, on oh, his wow. forearm. Uh, so I immediately knew who you were, even though I'm not the world's biggest Monster Inc. Yeah, I, I wasn't into it until my son started, uh, you know, oh, I want to watch Monsters, Inc., watch Monsters, Inc., so uh, it's one of my favorite kid movies uh, that's out there, so, so yeah, I, I am Sully. What the kids want, the kids get is a theme. Now, Perloff, we come to you. Oh, I'm 70% of the way there, okay. Let me do mine, because I think mine is pretty obvious upon oh. seeing it, and I'll just give you a hint if you are in the car or not watching us. Do you believe now? Had to go with the DM <laughs> costume today. In the cowboy hat, I got the hater blocker shades. I got my big chain. I got my white sweatshirt here for Colorado. Did you buy them from Dion's website? <laughs> These are unauthorized. Oh, there's, okay. Those no. are knockoff Dion sunglasses. I bought them from a little a little website, this startup called Amazon. Um, do you feel confident <laughs> wearing the Dion outfit? I feel like it gives the sunglasses give Dion like a superpower. I I've never felt like I can't lose is how I feel in this costume. Now we go to Pearl Off. The wig is brown. Yeah. It you look like some like a rock star with that haircut. Okay. Like Rick Monkeys. Springfield or something. If anybody can guess who I am, I'm going to give you a hint. The, and I'll read the Sports Illustrated write up on this. It's it's an athlete. Okay. So 
This is number 18 on their list of all-time most famous soccer players. (laughs) He is the 1968 Ballon d'Or winner, the 1967-68 Footballer of the Year. Without a doubt, the coolest footballer on this list. Hands down, it's a no contest. Affectionately known as the fifth Beatle, this person is remembered more for his off-field antics opposed to his on-the-pitch achievements. However, he was an extraordinary talent. I'll give you another hint. The Belfast Airport is named after him. I still don't think anyone's going to get it. I have still... The 1968 Balloon d'Or? Yes. I think... Ballon d'Or is how it's pronounced. <laughs> Pardon me. I'm sorry. We have to go to Pierre Escargot Escar- Escar- for that I don't know. One. I mean, listen, if we're, talking, if we're talking soccer, I don't think you could say the Balloon d'Or, but I have no <laughs> idea. I'm out of my depth. I basically saw a picture of this guy, and I remembered that I'd heard about him, and I really wanted to be him. So you're not going to have any idea I am, but I'm going to stand up and unveil the costume with my rip-off sweatpants. Okay. Here you go. If you're watching on YouTube or Twitch. Cover your eyes. <laughs> hide your kids. Hide your wife. Perloff's stripping down. Here we go with the with the tear away. <laughs> Please don't tear your other pants off. Put it on. Put it on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of leg. <laughs> that's a lot of very pale white leg. I still don't know who you are. How did? <laughs> so I am I am Man United superstar George Best, who is the subject of the book High Fidelity, which later became a movie. The most infamous party soccer player of all time, and arguably the second or third greatest British player of all time. He, if you know anything about him, he's the coolest athlete of all time. I saw a picture. There's this punk band I like called Wedding Present who has an album dedicated to him. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be George Best. He's one out of a hundred people will know who this is and love this costume. Where? Why are those shorts so short? Well, that was a, that was a personal choice. Yeah, this is like artist. This is artist shorts. No, no, no. I feel a little comfortable. If you look they at a picture really of George small. Best in 1969, all the soccer players wore really short shorts. So if I'm going to go in and be George Best, I got to wear short shorts. Is this just so you can do your bad British accent again? Hello, Maggie. <laughs> it's George Best here. So bad. Wow. You really look like a 60s soccer player, though. You're like swinging 60s. You got like the shag haircut. Yes, Maggie. I won the balloon door. <laughs> Bayon d'Or. <laughs> this is awful. Oh, man. But well yeah. done, also. I, and actually, I just knew this is, I hope this doesn't count as harassment, but I knew the short shorts <laughs> being two feet away from you in the radio studio would distract you all day. And there's no way that you could make a serious sports take in the next half hour. It's going to take you a little while to get used to this. You would make the actual Deion Sanders incredibly uncomfortable, let alone me dressed as Deion Sanders. They're uh. so white and so <laughs> short. I actually got a. <laughs> Got to make sure th- certain things are tucked in here, too. <laughs> These are very short shorts. <laughs> I, now, might have to, uh, honestly, I might have to adjust some things in the break. Just delete this so that HR never hears or sees any of this. Guys, <laughs> can the cap blur you out? This just went from a live stream to an OnlyFans. And it got real, <laughs> real fast. I'm like, trying for authenticity. I might have screwed this up. <laughs> oh, it's authentic. <laughs> Well done all around, everybody. I mean, props. Again, if you want to watch us, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Perloff has gone 60s sexy footballer. Little did you know. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have an opportunity. I should have gone to a tanning salon because you're right. There's a lot of white leg here. You haven't seen the sun in years. Well, this is November. 
It's also it, been raining every weekend in New York City. It's like a Trust me. For like two months. EJ, you haven't known me that long. It wouldn't matter. It could be the middle of July, <laughs> and these legs would look exactly like this. You can't tell where the shorts end and where the leg begins. It's just all white. Yeah, uh, I have to definitely do maybe some taping here because you can tell certain other things I just noticed that as I quickly sat down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Happy Halloween, everybody. Uh, lots of tricks and treats coming up. Um for you we've got so much more to do we're gonna dress up some college football coaches coming up next what is the perfect halloween costume for the likes of Dabo sweeney and nick saban and lincoln riley and more we'll get to that wow we went for it today i'm proud of us the analytics said go and we did it this gives us like a 15% yeah. chance more of winning I the mean, day. <laughs> I think per, if, in a perfect world, we could have found a costume off the Jim Harbaugh scandal, <laughs> like a ball boy. <laughs> but Binoculars. There's just too, it's too fast moving. There's a new angle every day. So I, I actually thought about that. Then I just said, you know what? I can't keep track. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. So we'll be in the costumes now for the rest of the day. If you want to see a little not-safe-for-work Andrew Perloff, you have come to the right place. <laughs> Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Uh, I hope Legal's not watching today's show. I am wearing short <laughs> shorts as part of a costume. Everyone seems to be afraid of me. Very afraid. They're white. They're short. They're a costume by someone we think you may have made up. <laughs> He's the 60s. number 18 most famous soccer player in the history of the world. He's more famous than anybody we're talking about today. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have to take your word for George it. George Best we're talking about, Real by the person. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Are you a soccer fan? Real person wore better shorts, though. Passed recently, <laughs> sadly. Had a, kind of a tragic life. No, he didn't. They wore such short shorts back in the day. But uh, I'll, I will not stand over your shoulder again, Andrew. I saw how uncomfortable you were. Once is about six times too Maggie, many. Yeah. yeah, you're lucky those are dark sunglasses because you don't want to see this. When Perloff ripped off the tearaway pants for a second, I was like, what are you, some kind of Thunderdown Hunter? What are we getting here? Is this some kind of strip? How do you think I pay for college, Maggie? <laughs> like, what happened? And by the way, you can donate to our OnlyFans, yeah. which is now our live stream. Feel yeah, free to leave Perloff a virtual dollar. I was a sexy professor in college. That's how I <laughs> paid my way through. Uh, okay, before Bogus gets to headlines, let's give out some Halloween costumes and, and give Halloween costumes to some college football coaches because it is Halloween. We want to start here with a guy who's been in the news, and that's Jim Harbaugh from the University of Michigan. If I'm dressing up Jim Harbaugh, the perfect Halloween costume, a Mike Ditka as the coach of the Bears <laughs> costume because he's going to be the next Bears head coach. I don't believe the NFL would be able to keep him out, even if the NCAA is going to come down with some kind of punishment. Give him the mustache. Give him the glasses, the mm. Dinka sweater, Good the one. Bears sweater. That's Jim Harbaugh this, this season. I went in the same exact direction, but I said Rob Lowe in the NFL hat. <laughs> Just Jim Harbaugh with the word NFL on a hat saying <laughs> it doesn't matter where it is as long as it's not college football. So we went in the same direction. All right, what's next? Okay, uh, next one is going to be Alabama head coach Nick Saban. Okay, I'll go first here. So Nick Saban, this is a very complicated thing, but he actually unveils it on college game day. 
It is a big LSU-Alabama game. But instead of a guy walks up, an older gentleman, with an elephant head picking Alabama, but it's not Lee Corso. It is Nick Saban under the elephant head. He's going to be the new Corso on game day moving forward. Oh, I like that. And I believe that's probably true. Um, To me, Saban is the undertaker. You think they might be dead. You think they might be having a down season. You think that Alabama could be out after they lost to Texas. No way. I think Alabama is still squarely in the mix for the college football playoff. I think they will be in the college football playoff despite issues at quarterback a little bit. He is the undertaker from the WWE rising again. Love it. I can't see Nick Saban pulling off that costume. That'd be a wild (laughs) scene. Just wait. All right, who's next? Okay, the next is USC head coach Lincoln Riley. Now, for me, yes. Oh, no, go ahead. Lincoln Riley, to me, the perfect costume for him is to be a Ken doll. (laughs) You know, the movie Barbie is really in the news. Ken, because Ken has a beach house, he's got a convertible, and he's got no D. And that is USC's Lincoln Riley. Uh, It's funny. Wait. He's got Anatomic- a beach house? How <laughs> Anatomically do we know they- correct, no defense. <laughs> How does Ken have no D? Have okay. you seen a Ken doll? Ask Tasbro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, there's no defense slow, yeah. and there's no D on no the D. call. No D. Got it, got Ken. it, got it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, mine makes even less sense than that. I think I think Lincoln <laughs> Riley. total sense. Lincoln Riley should walk around the facility put on a white Ole Miss visor and be Lane Kiffin just because I think Lane Kiffin's a great costume and he can pull it off. Now, I understand Lane Kiffin at USC had a bad departure. I feel like Lincoln Riley's headed down that road. So Lane Kiffin would make perfect sense and he could pull it off. Just sitting at the airport? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where'd everybody go? Uh, okay, last one, Dabo Sweeney. Okay, for me, this is maybe a local thing. I don't know if everybody knows him, but Dabo apparently is very interested in the radio industry. So I think he just buys a black hair wig, puts a small pillow under her thing. Mike Francesa. <laughs> because go. Dabo is, loves arguing with callers, apparently. New York sports radio legend, Francesa. Sorry, Maggie. I know <laughs> have a mixed history with that man. But Point I think Dabo right. could pull it off. Judge me by my enemies. Um, I think for Dabo, I think he should dress as an Amish person. Because an Amish person lives in the modern day has access to all the modern conveniences of life, but chooses not to use them. This is Dabo has access to the transfer portal. He chooses not to use it. You don't have to be churning butter. You don't have to be driving in a buggy. We've got cars. We've got supermarkets. Dabo chooses to do things the hard way. He should dress as an Amish person. I like it, except I don't really want Dabo calling into the show and yelling at you. <laughs> so, I also don't want Dabo, Dabo making my uh, you know, shoe, shoe fly ply pie. They do phenomenally. I don't know how good a cookie is. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out. Yes, you got uh, another one. Well, Dion, we couldn't figure out Dion because I was going to say, Dion has to be Dion Sanders. Yes. The thought of him being anyone else is just impossible. I can't imagine who he would ever, ever dress up as. And Dion's... This is going to sound mean, but Deion's ego is so big, I think he could dress up as Deion Sanders and think this is a costume. Well, dress, dress up half and half. Dress up as a, as a baseball player, Deion, and as a football player, Deion. There you go. So that's some Halloween costumes for college football coaches. Um, we've been talking about this. Dabo Sweeney goes back and forth with a caller from his coach's radio show. So we have the call first. Let's play the call. I believe it's a guy named Tyler who calls into the coach's show. Appreciate everything you said, Coach Coach Winnie. Um, 
it sounded a whole lot like Tommy Bowden. And I'll tell you one thing, Tommy Bowden didn't make the same amount of money as you do. You make $11.5 million a year. Um, that's second in college football, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm curious uh, why that salary has led to a 4-4. Four and four. Wow. That is the most brutal sports call I've ever heard. Who has the guts to call into Dabo Sweeney's show and say that? To me, I'm... I'm actually proud of that guy. Although, or is that way over the line? Well, first of all, it's easy to be, you know, I don't know if that person would ever say it to Dabo's face. I mean, saying it on the radio is probably that's, the safest place to say a, it. That's a thousand times more gutsy than saying it on Twitter. On Twitter, everyone says well, it. Well, yeah, I, Twitter, it, no one cares. I, I don't know. To say it on radio to a, a sitting coach, a, a legendary coach, I'm not saying that guy was right, but that is pretty gutsy. It is very gutsy. It's not something you usually hear where you're calling out the salary of the coach. Now, let's hear part of the response. Um, Can we please use coach, uh, excuse me, clip number two, please? This is Dabo, part of his response to this caller. What's happened at Clemson is, is we've won so much that even when we, it used to be the funds and the winning, now, even when you win, people like you complain and criticize the coaches and question everything. You, you, people like you, all right, when I hired Tony Elliott to be the offensive coordinator who never called a play in his life, I'm sure you were critical then. All right, and he took us to two national championships. People like you who just destroy, love to, to destroy people with your comments that was part of Dabo. Uh, he also said that the caller and the radio show, they're part of the problem. Let's hear clip one. I've, I've listened Let's to enough of you, Tyler. Listen, uh, you, can, you can have all your opinions that you want. All right? I don't know how old you are. Don't really care. All right? But let me tell you something. Um, we won 11 games last year, and you're part of the problem, to be honest with you, because that is part of the problem. It's people like you that do that. All you do is the, the appreciation, the expectation is greater than the appreciation, and that's the problem. Yeah, uh, Dabo, this is the problem. Your response to this whole thing is the problem, in my opinion. The one thing that you have to learn about, and he should have learned this lesson long ago. You never take on the fans. You want to talk to this guy, you never call out the fans or take on the fans. You want to know why? Without them, you're nothing. Without the fans showing up, you're not as important as you are. And number two, and you're not getting paid that big salary. And number two, you're never going to win when you take on the fans. You just make yourself look like a total, complete jackass. Like you've got totally took this so personally, you've got to take the high road and have a better answer than to be calling out the fans that what, they got too used to winning? You should hope the expectation is winning. That's what comes with being with the big boys. And I can't believe that Dabo Sweeney, of all people, would need a refresher on that. You know, a lot of people who I respect stood up for Dabo and said, I'm not going to let this guy talk to me like I'm a 12-year-old. Is there something about standing up for yourself and not just getting destroyed? Dabo, his points are, are point on. You know, he said, Clemson was never a winner before I got here. Clemson will probably never be a winner again. I won two national titles in a school that has no right to win national titles. He went down the whole resume. I do think that's actually factually true. I agree with you. It's totally a bad idea. But is there something about sticking up for yourself that is somewhat admirable and let, instead of letting someone just talk down to you? I would ask this. Would Dabo Sweeney 
would he accept this from a player? If you were coming off a national championship and then you come into practice or spring practice or a game and you're and you don't play as well and you say, "Well, but coach, I won a national championship last year." You'd be running laps. Or worse, if you rested on your laurels from what your resume was a year ago as a player and tried to bring that BS to a coach, he would never allow it. So why would he try to go down the resume? That's exactly what you're doing. It's like you got to realize if you're coaching that you are and you set the expectation of national championship and you're getting paid like a national champion, then of course people are going to expect you to be in the college football playoff year after year. Is it fair? No, but if it's not fair, then, you know, get out of the profession. First of all, I felt like if, I mean, talk about his players and what their expectations were. I mean, if a player had talked to a fan like this in a moment went viral, I'm pretty sure he also would have been very happy with that player for letting a fan get under their skin like that. One thing about Dabo, though, he is the you know, he's the player coach. The, nobody loves their players more than Clemson loves Dabo Sweeney. And he would not yell at Trevor Lawrence. I just want Trevor Lawrence. Not. Trevor Lawrence well, could have walked in and part. said anything he wanted. That's the reason why he's got 11 million. Yeah, I know. And yeah. Deshaun. Yeah, I mean, Dabo Dabo's a, a complicated coach because everyone outside the building has mixed feelings about Dabo. He's very polarizing. But inside that facility, he is beloved. And why? Because he wins. No, no, no. Because he he connects with players. He really does. I mean, ask ask Trevor Lawrence about Dabo Sweeney, and you get a completely different view of the person. Okay. Now, I, I agree. He's totally wrong here, but people, I think people criticize Dabo because a lot of people don't like his politics. And I, oh, I but think, this has nothing to do with that. Yeah, I mean, but we're, and we're I, not bringing that into it. I, I just, I think that it's easy when when you have Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson, and you're beating Alabama, and you're winning national championship games. Well, then everything's easy to figure out at that point. That's just but how did he success. get them there? That's what he's saying. Like, why would those guys go to Clemson? I because they probably wanted to play for him. But here's the thing: it's like now you're in that upper echelon of coaches. Welcome to the expectation. And he's saying that they have no appreciation. Like, isn't that that's not what we're talking about when you're sitting here during this season? We have plenty of time to appreciate the totality of Dabo Sweeney. They'll build a statue for you because clearly that's what you want to be, just be treated like a god or whatever. But in the moment when you're losing games, you could be using the transfer portal. You're choosing not to do that. There's plenty of valid criticism here. Dude, you got to have a way classier response than that. Way classier and way above the fray. You can't get down into the muck with a guy who's calling in to talk to your sports talk radio. I love sports talk radio callers. But I'm also not the head coach of a college football program. I mean, you say that, but nothing's going to happen here. Dabo, it's has, I think, has a lifetime job there. And I also would not count it out when Saban's gone. I mean, Dabo would make sense. If, if he's like, I can't do anything more here at Clemson, i just go down the road to Tuscaloosa. So as bad as this is, and it's totally classy, I do think, it, it, you know, this isn't a robust media market. I think he could get away with this. Fair or not, he could definitely get away with it. What do you think a 4-4 and season at Alabama would be like from the fans? Mm. If if you think that Clemson, you're getting uh, criticism, what what do you think would happen if you're 500 at Alabama? They're going to be ready to run you out of town. And it's interesting, in these comments, one of the the cuts we have, I think, he he says, you know, I'll go somewhere else (laughs) where there is gratitude or whatever. Like, he even kind of threw the tea leaf out there that, hey, if I got to keep dealing with this, then maybe I will leave. And yeah. any other job he gets is going to get even more more intense, be more of a pressure cooker than coaching. Well, Clemson. I wouldn't think there's a second job. I mean, it's got it's Alabama or bust for him. Like, he's staying Clemson forever unless Alabama comes open. He did not sound like a guy that wanted to be at Clemson yeah, forever. Yeah, but he's not going to go to A&M. 
I would say beyond being an emergency room doctor or something like that or a teacher, name me the person who's getting constantly appreciated in the moment at all times, even if you're not living up to the expectation. Like, I don't know why he would think that he should get a lifetime pass now for for criticism. Because, again, well, I, he would not do that with one of his players. He would not allow a player to rest on their laurels like that. It's a, He's being a complete hypocrite here. I mean. I know. It's also not it's just football. this year. Yeah. Like, the last two years have not been up to their standards. Yeah. So whether they're overreacting or not, it's not they're not quick to the trigger here for one bad year. They've, the last two years have been good by most standards, but not their standards. Yeah. Like, he has, they haven't sniffed the CFP in two-plus years now. So it's and he's not been humble at all in defending the last two plus years. So I get why they're frustrated, and he's just got to be better than that. Yesterday, yeah, you're telling people to oh, jump yeah. off the bandwagon. Now you're saying people don't appreciate you. Right. It's like save it for the therapist. Yeah, uh, but a lot of people are saying that caller crossed the line, saying you make eleven million dollars, you should be doing more for that eleven million dollars. That was right. I mean, they are four and four. You have down years. Okay, you guys he, give coaches down years. I have yes. no problem him bringing up his salary. Well, because yeah. he's, he's not getting fired. So, of course, he's going to ha- right. allowed to have down years. But taking a, a tough question from a fan, I mean, yeah. that's got to be like coaching 101. I would say this is what's crossing a line for a fan. Don't throw something at me. <laughs> that That's crossing a line. Booing, bringing up the salary on a radio show, all that stuff to me is totally fair game. Just don't – you can't put your hands on someone. Don't make threats about their family. Don't be a knucklehead, but just talking to a guy and asking about, you know, explain yourself, that that's that's fair. I mean, I get not even a fraction of $11 million, and I get ripped way worse than <laughs> Dabo did. And I could care, by the way, I could care less. We, the we, fact that, yeah, yeah we, get paid to get, we get paid a fraction of that, and we all get ripped. We should get $11 million. It would be something. Uh, Bogus, we've left you almost no time for headlines. Our apologies. That's okay. Uh, the Texas Rangers now 9 for 9 on the road this postseason, something no team has ever done before. Their latest road win came in Game 3 of the World Series last night in Arizona. A 3-1 final with some great defense, six strong innings from the bullpen, and one inning of offense. Marcus Simeon breaking a scoreless tie with an RBI single top three. Then Corey Seager followed with a two-run homer. We're just trying to build off that. You know, this lineup's trying to build off each other constantly, so props to him on the great A.B., and unfortunately, I got a good pitch to hit. But there are injury concerns for Texas. Adolis Garcia hurt his left side on a swing in the eighth, went for an MRI. Max Scherzer only pitched three innings, then his back locked up. John Gray was supposed to start game four tonight, but threw three frames yesterday instead. If you don't think the Lions are Super Bowl contenders, this might be your reason. Goff, three-step drop, looking left. Now rolls out of the pocket, throws near side, and it's picked off! Marcus Peters down the near sideline at the 50. Peters at the 40. Gets away from Goff at the 20. Peters at the 10. Pick six Raiders! Marcus Peters, they've been waiting for a big play all year, and he just brought one back to keep the Raiders in the ballgame. Jason Horowitz on Raiders Radio, Las Vegas, able to hang around thanks to Lions' mistakes. Another fumble came after that pick. That one of the Raiders didn't capitalize, and then finally the Lions pulled away for a 26-14 win. The last time we saw Dan Campbell's team, it was getting blown out in Baltimore. The whole focus was about getting back to what we do, and and that was the most important thing, and that really showed through today. 
Was it perfect? It wasn't perfect. But ultimately, we got what I wanted to get out of it, and you come away with a win. Which makes them 6-2. and two. Today's the NFL trade deadline. The Seahawks got a jump yesterday, adding Giants D-lineman Leonard Williams for a 2028 unprotected number one, a 2026 first-rounder through the Thunder, a pick swap, two second-rounders, Robert Covington, Marcus Morris, Nick Batum, and K.J. Martin, uh, that's actually what the Sixers are getting from the Clippers for James Harden and P.J. Tucker. That divorce 99% done after a late-night agreement. Steph Curry dropping 42 on the Pelicans in the Warriors' 130-102 win in New Orleans. Jalen Brown at 36 in the Celtics' 126-107 win in Washington. And Nikola Jokic still bored 27 points, 10 rebounds, 11 <laughs> assists. In the Nuggets, 110-102 decision over the Jazz. Denver somehow is 4-0. and Guys, back to you. Bogus, thank you so much. In the chat, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio or twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio if you want to see our awesome Halloween costumes today. Um, fishing not catching, said Maggie. Looks like I could be Jerry Jones' long-lost daughter. Oh, you do have a little bit of that vibe. Then again, Dion could also be part of the Jones family. He kind of acts like he is. Definitely. I got my Dion hat, my Dion sunglasses, got my Dion chain. Do you believe in that? I I am a little disappointed in EJ. Why? His costume is amazing. It's awesome. But I was sure you're going to be a French NBA player, including I thought he might go for Nicolas Batum, who was part of this trade last (laughs) night, just to be on top of the current events. Or maybe Frederick Weiss or Frankie Nelkina. No, he's Pierre Escargot, the Keenan Thompson character from a Nickelodeon show, all that. Look, I'm new to Phenom. this show. I'm new to this show. People are already probably are probably already getting tired of the wrestling and superhero stuff. <laughs> so they already know obviously I love sports and I love basketball, but I was like, uh, let's give them something a little different. And again, I love it. I love, love nineties Nick and Keenan Thompson is one of my favorite, favorite uh Actors, comedians, and they didn't have a costume for the 18th best French player. In the yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how anyone would dress up as Nicholas Batum yeah. exactly. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't think his jersey's on NBAStore.com. <laughs> no, that you yeah. got to make that yourself. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you were going to be Evan Fournier or Nicholas Batum, who would you want to be? <laughs> Not Evan Fournier. Not <laughs> Evan Fournier. Don't Google that. Uh, Perloff wins the day. No, I, Perloff wins the day. Wait, oh, I think Shorts? I left something over by Bogus's no. desk here. <laughs> Shorts that short. And that white. He should <laughs> lose the day for that. It's not, even sh- it's not even that they're short. They're like so unstructured. They're like- <laughs> yeah. Unstructured <laughs> is a great way to put them. I can just suck. Honestly, who knew that Perloff not only oh. owned the short shorts? <laughs> Where is HR? Do we have HR? Yeah. You got to blur this out. Loaded question. How also, do I get over it? <laughs> the, uh, the soccer <laughs> shin guards <laughs> and the cleats. These are actually just long, long socks. I don't have shin guards. I need shin guards. <laughs> me too. Uh, Bogus was about to hit me, I think. I think Bogus needs just a shield. Um, okay, coming up, we do have the latest on uh, one big question. Yeah, good. Do a tease here. That'll <laughs> Wow. What's on the list? You're awfully red. The possible. Oh, this was the best story we heard from back in the day 
This one is awesome. It's going to get your day going in a fantastic direction. Uh, don't move. We've got that for you next, Maggie. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart cart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces, DOD, veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. A lot of good choices this week. EJ, you picked the Defensive Player of the Week, right? That is correct. Yep, the pick's in. Now, it doesn't have to be any particular sport. I think college football Travis Hunter is my guess. I was thinking about this in the break. Incredible, incredible plays, Colorado. Kept them in the UCLA game. And, by the way, I have a hot take. He should just play cornerback because he's spectacular at that position. EJ was singing the praises of Max Crosby before the show. Now, it comes at a loss, but that's because the Raiders are bad, not because Max Crosby is bad. So I think even in a losing effort, I think EJ went with Max Crosby. But EJ, also a Jets fan, might have gone with Kayvon Thibodeau, who just destroyed the Jets. So that's possible. Hmm. Um, All right, who'd you go with? Good choices there. I'm going with... Josh Allen's the defensive player of the week of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, he he's fantastic. Two Dead sacks. Well. He was an absolute monster in the Jaguars' 20-10 to 10 win over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Josh Allen, one of the best pass rushers in the league, and this week he is the defensive player of the week. The real defensive player of the week should be bogus for that last segment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's yeah, playing he, defense he, he, on Perlov. He showed a lot of quickness there. <laughs> Perlov in his costume today as a 60s footballer named George Best. <laughs> George, ba- come on, Maggie, you don't want to reveal to people that you don't understand the soccer <laughs> history of soccer. Anything on Broadway? Well, that's George Benson. Yeah, so. I'm good. I, I'm comfortable with my soccer knowledge. I didn't know who won George the- Best is one of the great all-time soccer players. Yeah, I mean, he is a legend. And if you were English, you would absolutely know who George Best was. <laughs> I'm as far from English as humanly possible. You know what it was? Nothing it, about me screams England. It was the David Beckham documentary they talked about, which is amazing on Netflix. They talked about George Best, too. He was Joe Namath times 50 in England. He was a total partier, would show up at an event where the fur coat and two women on his arms and be the best soccer player in the world. He's everything that I wish I could have been. No, you, it's actually like uh, Mike Myers' character in uh, 
the spy. Uh, Austin Powers. You have a little Austin Powers if he was going undercover as a soccer player. Gotcha. With the shag hair and everything. Gotcha. Yeah, Austin I mean, Powers the, villain. Yeah, Austin Powers <laughs> said in the 1969, you know, swing in London. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of what I was going for. But I see what you're, you're saying. I'm a little it. more like, uh, what was the character? Oh, yeah. Austin Powers himself has this hair. Exactly. I I love it. It's great. The short shorts were a must for this costume. Um, we're going to have to blur out most of the second half of the show. Not really a the, must for me. <laughs> because the shorts are short, they're white, and they're tight. I get to know Bilotti. I guess you, you're not comfortable with uh, tightly concealed male <laughs> it's, body it's parts really in more, your vicinity. It's really more the legs. It's, it's like a bottle of homogenized milk. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> okay, well, I'm not going to get fired for having <laughs> pale legs. No, you won't. <laughs> do we have time to do the story between Mike Gundy and Brian Bosworth? Do we have this time? Eh, we could try. We have two minutes. Oh, we left ourselves no time for this. Should we just wait? Yeah, wait on that. Okay. College football is on fire right now with bizarre stories. We got Dabo yelling at people. We got Jim Harbaugh breaking rules. Now, of course, how can you go a whole season without Mike Gundy acting up? I, we just, I can't <laughs> believe we've gotten this far into the season without something from Gundy. But it's funny because he, we'll, we'll bring this to you in a little bit. But it just also is perfect because the Seahawks were just wearing their throwback uniforms, which kind of makes you think about the Boz yes. a little bit. Yes, and it's the last Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game, which also leads us to a story that we want to have time, the insanely bizarre ACC schedule. Yes. He just came out yesterday, and what was one of the matches? That, well, uh, we're going to do our, are, are all of our favorite okay. future ACC football matchup. We'll do that again. <laughs> this is uh, crazy because we left ourselves no time because we've been messing around with our Halloween costumes, but for good reason. Um, quickly, can we update the poll question, EJ, before we have to go to break here? We started off talking about the game from last night, which was a Lions win over the Las Vegas Raiders. I think the Lions are a Super Bowl contender. We put it out on Maggie and Pearl at Twitter on Twitter. Uh, will the Lions make it out of the NFC? What do we got so far? Yes, yeah, very interesting poll results here. So are the Lions coming out of the NFC? 42.7% say yes. 57.3% say no. There was also an additional poll question we had. How does the Michigan sign-stealing scandal make Jim Harbaugh look? 26.7% say awesome. 73.3% say lame. There you go. <laughs> you can go and vote. 26% said it makes him look awesome? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to <laughs> click on that. Did you, and I'm assuming you voted oh, that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, updated odds, NFC. Lions sit fourth behind the Cowboys, Niners, and Eagles. Sounds like you guys are higher on them. They got five on it for me. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, we'll bring you the best future ACC football matchup that we could find. Also, great story. Mike Gundy talking about the Boz. Need I say more? Get to all that next. Don't move. Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.